Here's a good news story. The London Health Sciences Centre has become the first hospital in the region to introduce a new method that reduces an aneurysm patient's hospital stay by 80%, improving recovery time by 11 months. The procedure is non-invasive, which is why the recovery time is improved. This is good news for hospitals, of course. It opens up resources to treat other patients. It's really good news for patients. Makes you wonder what other procedures could be improved with time, technology, money, and know-how. Dr. John Landau is a vascular surgeon at LHSC. Well, Thomas Baker recently had this procedure. They both join me now. Thanks for your time today. Thank you. No problem. Thanks for having me. Uh, just to maybe uh, start with you, uh, Dr. Lando, uh, I think many people might be unfamiliar with what happens when someone has an aneurysm. Before we kind of talk about what you've done, what's the standard practice up until now? Yeah, so uh, the aneurysms that we're speaking of are in the uh, abdominal aorta, which is sort of the biggest blood vessel in your body, um, and it involves some of the blood supply to the abdominal organs, like the kidneys, the stomach, the liver, the bowels. Uh, and an aneurysm is sort of a bulge in that artery, which represents a weakening of the wall. And over time, those aneurysms can burst if they grow to become large. So initially, the first way that we'd sort of invented to fix these many years ago is by having to open up the chest or the abdomen, depending on how big the aneurysm is and how far it spreads along the aorta and sort of cut the aneurysm out and replace it with a graft. And that can sometimes require you to stay in hospital for two to four weeks, and it can take up to a year to recover from. And that has sort of been the standard. Uh, evolved from that, we, uh, in, the, in the mid-90s to late-90s, we had sort of invented a way to replace them using x-ray guidance. Uh, and we would put in a fabric-covered stent inside of an aneurysm that would allow us to reline the inside of the aneurysm. But even that required us to make two fairly large incisions over the femoral arteries in the groin to introduce the equipment that allows us to place those stents. So those are sort of some of the things that we had done previously. So what have you now done in this case? So I think the two things that are important is uh, the extent of the aneurysm in Mr. Barker's case went up very close to all of these blood vessels that supply the major organs of the abdomen. Um, so we had a device that was custom made to sort of incorporate all of those branch blood vessels to his major organs with additional branch stents that go into those blood vessels that ensures that the entire system of stents that we put in exclude blood flow from the aneurysm. Uh, and we were able to do that without making any incisions in the groin whatsoever. So there was just sort of a small needle hole that was about the size of a drinking straw left behind. So it's almost difficult to tell that there was any surgery that took place at all unless you look very hard. And that allowed us, again, to have the recovery uh, process take only three days in hospital uh, before Mr. Barker recovered to the point where he was able to go home. So how new is this procedure? I'd say people have been doing these sort of advanced branched grafts for at least 10 years, but to be able to do them percutaneously through these small holes with the combination of techniques and equipment that we have, doing a replacement this extensive is only something that's been possible in the last year or two. Uh, for you, Thomas, uh, how are you feeling? How are you doing? I'm feeling well. What's it like to and, go uh, something new like this? 
in the situation uh, that was explained to me, uh, I was uh, in a position with the size of the uh, aneurysm that it was. It was uh, uh, I was all for it uh, because uh, not doing it would be uh, potentially fatal. And uh, were you? Did you? How, how? When did you come to learn about uh, this procedure? Was it something you thought maybe might be a longer recovery? To have such a short recovery must have been uh, quite uh, kind of. Uh, uh, a weight lifted off your shoulders almost. Oh, yes, it was. Uh, from the time it was diagnosed, about well, three years till uh, I got to the point of surgery. Uh, needless to say, the day of the surgery, uh, uh, it turned out one day of surgery and uh, two and a half days later, I was home. For you, just as a patient, you know, you know, there's always, you know, some unease sometimes when you need a procedure. This is very different. Does that kind of lift some of maybe the nerves you might normally have felt in that uh, situation? Uh, the nerves I had uh, extended to the operating room when the anesthesiologist came in and said goodnight. <laughs> and after that, uh, after that, it was uh, in the hands of uh, Dr. Landau and his uh, good staff. Uh, Dr. Lando, I mean, when you have the recovery time cut by such a dramatic amount, I mean, how big of a leap forward is this? Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's, it's amazing what we've been able to do with sort of techniques and technology over time. Uh, and, you know, there are still some patients that need the conventional open repair, and it's still something that we do. So when we have someone that we're able to offer this as sort of a durable procedure for a life-threatening problem, that allows us to sort of shorten the recovery time and, and minimize the risk of major complications around the time of surgery uh, is really a win for patients and, and the physicians treating them in the hospital overall. So it's, uh, it's something that we feel very privileged to be able to offer our patients. Seems like this is a really interesting time for uh, some advancements. I mean, there's always advancements being made, but, you know, new ways we can use uh, technology, knowledge, everything to uh, to make these uh, procedures um, a little bit uh, a little bit easier for all and maybe even have a reduced recovery, which is a huge benefit. Yeah, I think uh, I would agree with you. And I think the field of vascular surgery has, I think, fortunately always embraced in a very responsible way, uh, technological evolution uh, in the field of surgery and medicine. So I think being people that can provide both large open operations as well as these sort of minimally invasive repairs allows you to pick and choose who's right for the, the right procedure and make sure that you're doing minimally invasive surgeries and people who will have a great result from that and the open surgeries from people who have a great result from that. So it really just means that we have more tools and more things that we can offer people uh, in the right position. So again, it's, uh, it's, it's something that there's a, a strong history of in the field of vascular surgery. And I think this is, again, just a great representation of how technology and medicine continues to evolve to help us provide better care for our patients. And just, uh, Thomas, for you, where are you in terms of the recovery? Is it fully, like, is it recovered or how would you describe it right now? At this point, uh, excellent. Uh, today, I, uh, uh, doctor, uh, we just checked over the uh, uh, the uh, X-rays or the uh, CT scan, and everything is uh, in order. Uh, I feel good, and I'm looking forward now to continue on with my life. Excellent. Well, I'm I'm glad to hear the story and to be able to talk to you both. I appreciate the time today. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for your time.
That's Dr. John Landau, a vascular surgeon at LHSC, and his patient, Thomas Baker.